Welcome to Pixie Dust with a Twist, the podcast that sprinkles a little extra magic into your life. We're your hosts on this magical adventure. I'm Sav. And I'm Piff. Join us as we guide you through the enchanting world of Disney films with a cocktail twist. Get ready to be transported to a land where dreams come true, one movie and cocktail at a time. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm here. (laughs) I am on work break yes. until the new year yes. so i'm doing pretty good as of this recording it was the friday before christmas and so. i still have presents to wrap so. me too that i am giving to people tomorrow we're doing great we're y'all doing great but for you, this episode what yeah. oh you go ahead oh i was just gonna say we are heading to a castle where it is always winter beauty and the beast Da-da-da! aka sav's favorite disney princess of her child this is yet another Disney movie that I did not see as a child. Was this your first time watching it? No. The live I, action doesn't count. No, I had okay. seen. So I, I mean, it was, does, but I we're talking about the animated version. Yes, we were talking For about the, the 1991 yes. one. Also, have you noticed? So we played Disney Dreamlight Valley. Have you noticed that there are two Beauty and the Beast sections? One that says 1991 and another one that says like 2014 or whenever the other one came Which out. Which would be the live action. Yeah. Yeah. I think you sent me a Snapchat of it. What are they doing? I don't know. But or they probably are like, these, are, these items are inspired by this one, and these items are inspired by this one, but they probably won't release any other, like, it. although I did have the thought while watching this that what if they do a skin for the beast and it's his human form? <gasps> that would be great. That would be so cool. It is, it is weird that both the Beast in Disney Dreamlight Valley and the Beast at Disney World are still in Beast form. That was his curse. But it's the Disney magic, but that seems kind of not magical. No, it it's seems mean. the opposite. Yeah, because Rapunzel's hair is blonde in the park yeah. because it's magic. Because it's Disney it magic. Have. Yeah. Which I can get. I can get behind saying it's Disney magic, but yeah. that was but a I curse. To see. I would love, now that we've done a meet and greet with Rapunzel with her blonde hair, I would love to do a meet and greet with Burnett Rapunzel. Yeah. But so the cartoon Beauty and the Beast, I watched for the first time the Christmas after I turned 19. And I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the cartoon since. <laughs> Until now. Until today. Um, but I did see the live action twice in theaters. She loved live action. I enjoy the live action. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. Emma Watson is great. But before we get into the movie, what are you drinking and why? <laughs> and what am I drinking and why? <laughs> So our official cocktail pairing is something fancy. The French 75. It's the French 75, which has gin in it. And we've learned we don't like, we don't gin. like gin. So I'm going to pour this for sound effects, but I am basically drinking cheap champagne. Good job saving that, because I was like, you better not spill that on my couch. Oh, I'm got really it. upset. I got it. <laughs> uh, and I am drinking... Hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps, which to, which my husband so lovingly was like, isn't that what you've had for the last four episodes? And we had to correct him that it was three. Yeah, this is the third one in a row. Yeah. But, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. As Cogsworth said, if it ain't baroque, don't fix it. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. I, so the, one of the things that I really missed in the cartoon version yeah. before we go into like the point plot point by point is that in the live action they give the beast the song from the broadway production and it's so good i missed it oh man evermore so good my heart out every time in the best way possible 
So good. We were robbed. We were robbed, although it didn't even exist when this movie was originally made. But we were still robbed. So let's get into this movie. Yes. The very first thing that I thought was this has got to be one of the best, like, instrumental soundtracks. Not that the lyrical songs are not amazing, but that intro song, Chef's Kiss. Yeah. I Um, love the intro song. It's very magical to me. Yeah, before we get to the intro song. Wait, are you talking about like the intro song? Like the, the very beginning. Yes, that. Okay, yes. never mind. So it's the very there, beginning. There. Yes. It's pretty fucked up that all the household staff was also cursed. Oh, yes. Oh, so we're jumping. We're jumping all the way up there. Okay, gotcha. Because I also have love the narrator's voice. And and then <laughs> I'm, I'm there with you. Yes, I Sorry. do think it's also fucked up. But I think it, to play devil's advocate, I think it also would compound his guilt and like i don't know you could argue that it really proves the point of your actions your actions have consequences and your selfishness affects more than just you which is true which is true but, but i was still like, pretty fucked up that there she were cursed children the entire, there were children yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm with you 100 percent. i'm like, there so in the um live action i'm gonna try my hardest not to compare these two this entire time but i've seen the live action a lot and i've seen this twice now so it's gonna happen but it's not fair they built they stand on their own they do but they uh they bring that up like bell asks uh mrs potts like it doesn't seem where you all yeah yeah and she says that like they basically raised him so it was their fault too like all the household staff right i forgot about that so at least in that they gave like a reason i still don't think chip should have been or the dog yeah the dog Every, I'll get you my pretty and your little dog, too. Literally, everyone, <laughs> every living thing in this house. Okay, then if you wanted to go that far, there are some furniture that clearly wasn't. Yeah, that's just enchanted furniture. Yeah, but so th- there's this, like, theory, because in the West Wing, there's a ton of furniture that's completely destroyed. And there's people who are like, he murdered people, cause, oh. like, and that's, like, their bodies. And I'm like, I, uh, okay. Disney can be pretty dark. I think that's a little too far. I think that's a little far. Because you see, like, there's the difference between the humans trapped in, like, objects because they Mm -hmm. have faces and they talk. And then there's just the objects that also move. Yeah. And those, when the curse is broken, just turn back into their normal object. Yeah. I just want to point out that this movie has a lot of great messaging in it of, like, don't judge a book by its cover. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. People are more than their appearances. Yada, yada, yada. And also in the song, when they when in the, when the townsfolk are saying she's nothing like the rest of us, what a dangerous mindset, and is way too common. Yeah, like if someone's not like us, then they must be bad. They must be not yeah. good enough. Not I, do, good. I can't understand. Then they're not like me. They're not like me. Yeah, so weird and yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that uh, my son, who I wrote just Baby J, really liked the opening Baby. song. He was mo- dancing. He was moving mm. in a groove, and he was like, this is fun. He had never seen Beauty and the Beast before. It is a catchy song. So. Has he seen the ending yet? I mean, he was in the room. Well, he, technically, he was eating his dinner while I was finishing it. So. Oh. Before Gaston is introduced, when she's okay. at the bookstore. Okay, okay. That happens mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So, she describes her favorite book as far-off places, daring sword fights, magic spells, a prince in disguise. Mm-hmm. What book or story do you think she was reading? Do you have the answer or do you have a theory? I have a theory. I don't okay. know what the answer is. What's your theory? Okay, so Aladdin came out the next year and Disney loves an Easter egg. They do. And I think that was one because there's also a Little a Mermaid Easter egg. 
There's a Little Mermaid Easter egg? Mm-hmm. Where are we going to get there? Later, yeah. Uh, so, far off places. Oh, well, and also while she's walking down the street and somebody's waving at, like, like dusting out a, a rug, it's carpet, magic carpet. I think it was, so I it think it's an be Aladdin. Aladdin Easter egg. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Far off places. Check. Daring, Daring sword, sword fight. fights. I don't think sword fight in the first one, though. There isn't Prince of Thieves. I don't know if King I've King ever King seen the Prince cartoon Aladdin. <gasps> Tiffany. Oh, I must put your middle name out there on the. <laughs> oh, just know I first and middle named you. <laughs> Tiffany. All right. That one's coming up soon. Who knows when? But We're supposed to do Ice list. Age next, but maybe it'll be Aladdin instead. <laughs> No. Listen, okay, I am firmly in the camp of the live actions are never as good as the animated. I disagree. You, you didn't grow up watching them. I know. That's you why a, I can disagree. You had a weird childhood. I almost had a fucked up childhood. Just because you didn't watch the animated version doesn't mean your childhood was completely I was a up, Pixar but... kid growing up, not a Disney kid. Disney Pixar. There are so many Disney Pixar animated films. I know, but like... If Did you it's... watch Bugs Life? Yes. <gasps> Look at that. That was like my favorite movie as a kid. Was yeah, a bug's of course life. it was. That does not shock me at all. So, Did you have an ant which farm? Which is Pixar. What? Did you have an ant farm growing up? No. Oh. I'm just curious <laughs> since Bugs Life was your favorite. <laughs> well, I had a frog at one point, but. You had a frog? Yeah, and a turtle at a different point. The frog got out and died in my closet. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, Probably like eight. Yeah. I also like had frogs. a pet rat at one point. You had a pet rat? Mm-hmm. Her name was Cinnamon. Oh, wait, I did know that. I, I took her, that. I showed her at the county fair. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just short-circuited. <laughs> you showed it at the fair? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, so there was a 4-H project that was like, pet care or something like that yes and so i took the bet the project pet care but then you had to bring in your pet and it was specifically for like non-traditional pets so i brought it brought it to the fair brought cinnamon to the fair okay and we had a judging and Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. okay and i that makes way more sense now in my head specifically rabbits and chickens at the fair there are kennels for lack of a better word Oh, yeah, there's all the cages. Lined all up, all this whole long thing. I pictured that. But rats? But rats. No, I think there were only like two rats out there. There was like two rats, like a bearded dragon. I think somebody had a chameleon. Yeah, yeah. That, a chameleon. Interesting. We had a chameleon. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> we had a chameleon as a class pet when I was Ooh, in middle school. I, love I that. was like in seventh grade. I feel like seventh grade was the year of class pets. We had a snake and a starfish, which was the coolest thing ever. Did you know the starfish spit out their stomachs to like eat and digest food? We got to watch it. It was so cool. Did not know. This is a terrifying fact. So, but in seventh grade, we changed classes. So it's not like we were in that classroom. Yeah. But our science teacher, Mr. B, got a chameleon. We were sitting there having a test. And out of nowhere, we just heard this like thud. Oh, and we were like on? and we all just like turn around and are looking toward the chameleon cage enclosure whatever and the teacher he was like he was like just pay attention to your test i'm gonna i'll check on him i'll i'm gonna go check on him and so he goes and he looks around but he can't find him but there was like all these branches there was like all kinds of yeah. awesome things for him to climb on so he's like i'll check on him after you guys are done we were like one of the last classes of the day so he was like at the end of the day i'll make sure i'll get him out it's and i'll fine. check on him and it'll be fine he died oh <gasps> It was not fine. <laughs> he died. 
And we don't know if he fell and died on impact or if he died and then fell. We have no idea, but he died. It was so sad. Anyway, good luck editing that out. I'm just going to leave it in. Are you? I'm thinking I am. Uh, How did we even get there? You know, you have ADHD when you get on a tangent. You can't even remember how you got there. Anyway. Anyway, Gaston. Gaston is the The fucking worst. I forgot how terrible. I mean, even as a kid, I was like, wow, that guy is terrible. But like. All the red flags. All the red flags. Waving about. Belle was like, "Mm, no, you know, she wasn't about it. So it's like, good on her. Yeah. Those blonde girls. Somebody needs to talk to them. So I had this later, but I'll just bring it up now. Yeah. I think that we were. Especially, uh, like, probably me, because I didn't actually watch these movies as a kid, but, like, misled about who the princesses were. They are all so, they, like, they stand up for themselves, yeah. and they're passionate, and they're very strong women who also fall in love. And I'm really salty about how the way, the, like, the way they've, they've been portrayed in a lot of, like, popular media. Like, people are always, like... You mean the movies themselves or other pieces of media? Other, like, not the okay. movies. The movies are like, great. I'm not following. Okay. But, like, people, people say things like... um well, Belle just had Stockholm Syndrome, which is not true, and I have more notes about that later. I do, too. And then they're like, Cinderella just, like, waited for a prince to save her. That's not true. That's also uh, not true. Ariel left her entire family for a man. Just, they, they like, Listen, take the mm, little pieces of, like, like... They take did, what tiny little morsel they can get. Yes, and then, and then like, they, like, blow it up. And it's yeah. like, but that's not like, the stop. only thing about this amazing character. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop putting women in boxes. Yes, but Gaston is the worst. And also, he looks like he's like 35. I know. Him saying she's the most beautiful and that makes her the best. And don't I deserve the best? Like that whole exchange. Problematic. Yeah. Way too many guys feel entitled to to what they want and feel entitled to women. And like all they care about is the appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have nothing in common. No. And he's also, just he the has worst. Women literally and, throwing themselves. Well, and at I have him. this like he doesn't even know how to woo. Like he's probably never had to because women are just falling all over him. So yeah. when Belle says no, he legitimately does not know how to convince her to marry him. Yeah, and he literally loses his fucking mind. Yeah, I and we'll go more into that like later. Him. But no. yes. oh my gosh! And we finally, the first song is over. We've mm. made it one musical number into this movie. Yep. So when Maurice mm-hmm. leaves. Oh, my next note is about the horse. Is also mine's also about the horse. What's yours? My note is you should always listen to animals. Mine too, <laughs> because Philippe wanted to go down the sunny, clear, safe-looking path, and he was like, "No, it's a shortcut." And I'm like, "You don't know that. You can't read that sign." I know, but then he says, once they're like getting into trouble, he's like, "Where have you taken us? We have to turn back." And I'm like, "You, you, you wanted you. this. You took Philippe there." And Marie Philippe is innocent. I said, bruh, this path was your idea. <laughs> I just wrote, Maurice is not good at directions. Listen to your horse. Listen to your horse. And then when My the wolves attack, Maurice. Attack Maurice? Yeah, okay. They're like chasing him. He okay. is fast for a he short old dude. For a short little like squat old, yeah. man. Yeah. Like those, those wolves could have ripped him apart. And he was yep. like, nope. I he was like, uh-uh. Yep. That adrenaline. And then he goes into the castle. Yep. When he finally figures out like, that it's Lumiere and Cogsworth talking to him. Yes. And he's like trying to like, how does like, this work? Figure it out. Yeah. I was like, this is so precious. <laughs> it is precious. Okay. That's such an inventor thing yes. to do. I'm like, you might be an idiot, but that was cute. But that was adorable. <laughs> I don't understand the beast logic. 
because he finds Maurice and he doesn't want him in his castle. He doesn't want him there. He's trespassing. So what he does instead of kicking him out of his castle. keeps him there. Is he says, now you have to stay here forever. Even though my servants like welcomed you in and sat you down and made you comfy. Now, now you are, have to stay here forever. And I'm, this, it makes no sense. Beast really learned nothing from his bewitchment. This is literally the same scenario. Someone lost in the woods needing shelter from the cold. Oh my gosh. It's the same exact scenario. Except it's a dude this time instead of a woman. Yeah, maybe. And and Maurice isn't very haggard looking, but still like. Yeah. And he's, he's like, I just got lost. And he could have just been like stay leave in the morning no worries yeah. like and he could have he never could seen have been him. surly about it yeah but like but if you were worried about your like secret beast identity which like isn't the move bro it's been 10 years also also if it's been 10 years he was 11 when he was but i have a note about that later yeah because i think I, I think he wasn't but if it's been 10 years oh uh, we'll get to and it And the rose stays bloom till his 21st year anyway we'll get there we'll get we'll there, get there. But yeah, I was like, wow, he really has learned nothing. Also, I read something somewhere. It was probably on Tumblr in like 2005. Who knows? But that said that the only reason that Maurice, when he left, could remember like the beast, because none of the townspeople remembered their like prince in or this castle. Oh, yeah. Because they were in like some kind of time. Because they're thing. well, and there was they're uh, all in- enchanted. They were all enchanted. Yeah. But Belle and Maurice had moved there. Yeah. And that's so why that's so the strange. only reason. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. so strange. And it's the only reason that the townspeople like are like they remember it. And the townspeople are like, you're crazy. Yeah. And I think the townspeople kind of live in a form of like Groundhog Day because there goes the baker with his tray, like always the same old bread and rolls to sell. Like he's doing the same thing every day. Oh, I just thought that was like a commentary on small town life. Well, that too. <laughs> Because then there's nothing else really on anybody else doing the exact same thing every yeah. single day. And also, 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 the bookshop owner was like, no, I haven't gotten anything new in since yesterday. Like, yeah. But yeah. And then I have more notes about Gaston being the worst because he sets up that whole proposal thing. Yeah. Like, thank you for coming to my wedding. I should probably go propose to the girl now. Yeah. I hate him. And I was like, and then when he like goes in to quote unquote propose, he is he's propositioning her more than anything yeah he's like you can rub my feet and push out babies what more could you want also let me be really aggressive and creepy about it yeah he is really creepy he gives me the ick yeah but and i think this is such a good example of like the like guys will chase a girl who like doesn't throw themselves at him yeah just to like get them as a prize but then like you don't like her so what is the point yeah why is the beast so okay with switching a prisoner also wasn't Belle? trespassing shouldn't they both be prisoner he has no logic that logic he probably saw her and was like hey it's a girl maybe i can get her to fall in love with me fall in love with me while screaming at her i love because she like crying obviously when she gets to her room i love the dramatic throwing oneself onto the bed because i'm pretty sure she's not i know she's not the only disney princess to have done that and i just i've also done that i have done that love doing that it's just fun sometimes dramatic throwing oneself down also, old man, tower, pretty girl, room. Uh, it's just, just, again, talking about the beast and his behavior and how it's been 10 years and he's still acting like this. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the whole way to break this curse is to, like, learn not to be a dick. Yeah. And you were like, for 10 years, I'm going to just be a sulky asshole. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, no one spits like Gaston. 
my note literally says quote no one says no to gaston end quote and it just says gross <laughs> gross um, and then the whole no one all these things yes shut up Mm-mm. so my head canon mm-hmm. is that lefou is for sure in love with gaston he is oh, doing pirouettes singing about how great yes. he is and people want to act like the live action is the first time that lefou was gay coded i'm sorry have you watched this movie have you seen this <laughs> No, 1991, he was gay. For sure. That man was fruity for his best friend. Yes. But he knew he couldn't have him. So he was a good best friend. He he didn't try to do anything. No. But he did dance around a bar singing about how much he loved him. So I'm just saying. And then the song turns into a brawl for a moment, which was very confusing. He just likes picking fights. And then. um, And then I just say these town folks are literally. I said this. These town people are kind of assholes. But before that, he eats so many eggs. I know. I saw a chick help him get large. And then I'm afraid I've been thinking a dangerous pastime. Well, and he said it's not right for women to read books because then they start getting ideas and thinking. So no one's supposed to think. Yeah, apparently. Um, his servants gentle parent him. They really do. Maybe do try being nice to her. Yeah. She's going to respond better. And you must control, control your, your temper. temper. Yeah. Yep. He really does have some anger issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he was turned into a beast at 11. Okay, the opening scene does not point to hit that. He was not he 11. He was having a party, yeah. Yeah. But it's been 10 years. I, yeah, so Disney's going to have to do some I have a th- I have a theory about the 10 years thing, but it's like... Later. Oh, actually, it's coming up because it's in, oh, ten, it's in the BR guest when we learned that it's been 10 years. Yes. Um, <laughs> 10 years we've been resting. Yes. Needing so, so much, much more, more than, than dusting. dusting. Right before that, he says that she just sees him as a monster. And I'm like, yeah, because you imprisoned yeah. her, drug her father out and threw him into a carriage and screamed at her. Yeah. I would also think you were a monster pretty no matter monstrous. how pretty you were. Be Our Guest is such a good song. It is. Along that vein, have I mentioned, which I have, that on our most recent Disney trip, my husband ate at Be Our Guest restaurant. And how was the gray stuff? It was delicious. <laughs> so the 10 years thing. Yes. So he says 10 years we've been dusting. Rusting. Rusting. Needing so much more than dusting. Yes. Um, Needing exercise. And so my theory, because when they turn back into humans, we see Chip, who is a child. Mm -hmm. And to me, if Chip had been an actual infant when he became a cup, there, there would have been some like something going on. So I think that when they all were changed, their human forms were frozen in time. Yes. So he was he didn't get any older. He was like twenty one for ten know, years. How was he supposed to know though when his time was running out? Because they knew that before the rose started wilting, because they kind of hint toward it. I don't know. Is there anything in like the words at the beginning? I'm gonna Google it real quick. Because that's just my theory, because I was like, otherwise like the kid still being a kid doesn't make sense. Cause he would have had to have been like well, at and least... then Beast being eleven years old. Yeah. In his human form. Because like why would an eleven year old be in charge of sending people w- away? Also, like where like at a twenty one year old could be running a kingdom by himself. An eleven year old can't, even if he's like an orphan, there would have been advisors and all that. Yeah. But it says it which would bloom until his twenty first year. Mm-hmm. But it's weird if it's an 11 year old. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense, which is why I think he was just like frozen in time. I Googled how old was the beast when he was cursed, and it says 11. That's just weird because I don't even think Chip looks 10. 
Chip is seven, which makes no sense. Maybe it doesn't mean his 21st year of life. Maybe it means until his 21st year as the Beast. Ooh. And he was 21. Well, it's in the second. I just read a thing on Reddit that said in the second movie, it's established that he was approximately 20 years old. So he was cursed at 20. Their aging is frozen. frozen. And it's he's been a beast for 10 years at this point. Wait, no, because that wouldn't make sense either. Because the petals, the, the, he, it started, the rose is wilting. Yes. I don't know. Disney explain. Somebody We're need somebody Somebody else. help. Someone help. Hey, this can be the question of the episode. Comment down below or in the little thought box on Spotify, whatever it's called. The question box. The question box. What you guys think. Because we're confused. Confused. Anyway. I've put on my critical thinking cap, but I'm taking it off. That is a lot of work for a vacation from my actual job. So It's okay. My next, one's, my next note is just beast. You can go anywhere but the, but the West Wing. What's Belle, in the West I Wing? definitely will be going to the West That's Wing. You. 100%. <laughs> that is you. If it were me, I'd be like, all right, not going to go in the West Wing because I don't want to piss him off. I definitely will be going to the West Wing. Uh-huh. And then I somehow would have gotten drug along. Yep. <laughs> yep. In a horror movie, I die first and yep. she dies second because I made her come with me. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. That's the most <laughs> accurate representation of our friendship I have ever heard. Okay, where does he sleep? His bed is destroyed. Maybe he... I'm a terrible, <laughs> terrible comment. Maybe... What are you gonna say? Maybe he sleeps on like his mattress on the floor or like a cushion on the floor, something kind of like a like dog. a little dog bed, <laughs> like a dog bed, because he like is like pacing on all fours when she's yeah. late to dinner, and so yeah, I, mean, I have this later, but he really at the beginning, like we see him transition from very animalistic to more, to more like human. human, like he refines his humanity. He really does. So she goes to the West Wing, and immediately she's like, "Wow, everything here." is torn apart except for this glowing flower under a glass case you know what i'm gonna do touch it i'm gonna touch it she would also be the first to die in a horror film she would and he shouldn't have been like physically violent but i can understand being upset that the one sacred thing in your house that you asked her not to touch she's touching but we could have done this in a more productive way like hey that's my special flower don't touch it please i asked you not to come here this is before his emotional blow up yes so she runs away. Yep. Good for her trying to protect herself and Philippe and not just screaming. Yeah. Because. She gets like, shit done. She gets shit done. Again, <laughs> this is another, like, she never backs down. She stands up to him numerous times, even though he could, like, very easily kill her. Mm-hmm. She has her principles. She, like, stands up for her dad. Oh, and then my other note is homegirl is super strong if she got him up on the horse by herself. Oh, yeah. I mean, surely Philippe could have laid down next to him, and so it was like a shorter distance, but still, she had to move his dead weight. She's buff. So. She lives in that provincial town. She walks every day. She does not have to worry about hitting her step goal. Those books are heavy. I noticed, like, while she's, like, cleaning up his wounds and whatever, when he yells at her, she, like, sits, she's, like, got a stiff back. Like, she's, mm-hmm. like, not backing down. Yes. And I thought it was hilarious. Her hair goes full vertical behind her, like, with the force of his yell. And I just thought that was funny. <laughs> and she's, like, she's you like, need to you learn need to, to control learn. your temper. Yep. And then that, like, shuts down the whole thing. He's, yes. like, I don't have a rebuttal for that. <laughs> you are correct. 
This is where I have the stock, my Stockholm syndrome notes. The one of the like bad critiques of Beauty and the Beast is they yeah. say like this is Stockholm syndrome. This is an abusive relationship, and it's like teaching young girls to be okay with people who are mean to you and yeah. falling in love with them. She's like, I can't stay here another minute because he's been so she, terrible. She does she not back. Yeah, and she does not start to even care for him at all until he saves her life, and then he changes his behavior. Yeah. And he key thing there being he changes his behavior. Yes. Like more than just face value. Like it's a genuine change. Yes. Like he stops yelling. He becomes more gentle. He obviously is still a beast and like, you know, he's not the most civilized. We see that when he's like eating and struggling yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But he so Stockholm syndrome uh is basically capture bonding. Uh wait, and this is a quote from some Wikipedia article, sorry. Uh, where hostages identify with the captors and fall sympathy to them. But that's not what happens here. No. She doesn't start liking her captor because she has no other choice. She starts liking him because he's genuinely changed. changed I love and he is being kind to her. Song, like there may be something there that wasn't there before. I love when she's like true and a bit alarming. And I yeah. think that's funny because she acknowledges. She's very aware of it. Yeah. She acknowledges the fact that this is weird. Yeah. Like, not, like, weird, like, a bad thing, but just kind of, like, woo, this is not what I expected to happen. Yeah, and she, um, like... She came to it on her own. Yes. And also, like, she has been living in this small town where everybody thinks she's strange, nobody appreciates her interests, nobody wants to talk to her about the things that she likes, and she goes to this man-beast thing who at first is a little off-putting, but then once he, you know, changes his behavior and he starts getting to know her, he asks her and they talk about books and they do things together like he's a friend to her if the, a tale as old as time is friends falling for each other i'm just saying yep yep also i do have a note that says setting the bar high by gifting her a whole ass library oh the w way to any woman's heart is a bunch of books yeah i loved cogsworth line before the ballroom scene and everything like, what do I say to her? Like, what, or I don't know what to do or something along those lines. And he goes, oh, well, there's the usual things. Flowers, chocolates, promises you don't intend to keep. And I just thought that was hilarious. Oh my. Fun fact, the voice of Cogsworth was an actor who played on MASH. And I. Which one? He was Dr. Um, Winchester. Charles oh, Winchester. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he. I, I, I yeah, can put those together now. now. Yeah. yeah. And um, he, I think, I could be wrong on this, but I don't want to be wrong, so I'm going to believe that it's true. But I, all fairness, I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure he improvised that line. <laughs> Genius. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Um, those are the last notes that I have written. Okay. My but other note about Stockholm Syndrome is that if you would like to see an actual example of Stockholm Syndrome in Disney media, it's Rapunzel and Gothel. 100%. Because Gothel is consistently cruel to her. Yes. And she still and says- lights her. Yeah. And she still says that she loves her, but it's because that's the only like person she knows. She is a prisoner who is like forced to haul her mother up, quote unquote mother, okay. you know. Her mother figure. Her mother yeah. figure up. She like- can't leave her she's been fed all of these lies about how dangerous the outside world is so that she is comfortable in captivity yep you know the back and forth like i mean well she doesn't know won't kill her right and then the oh my gosh this would kill her yeah when she and, like leaves, the back and forth back and forth she has like, like all of this daughter, guilt because back. she has been worn down yeah and yeah. she thinks that like her this is where her only worth lies this is her only safety this is the only person who cares about her yeah 
and and I know we were like her mother figure. Like that is her mother. In yeah, that to moment, her knowledge, that is her mother. Yeah. So that's my rant about Stockholm syndrome. Yes, this is not Stockholm. This is that's not what this is. That's not what this is. Mm. Completely pivoting here. Older Disney princesses had so many outfits. They did. She had so many outfits. She, she has. I love that Christmas winter. Yeah, the blue we call one. Her Christmas outfit. Yeah, her Christmas winter. her winter outfit is fabulous. Is. And then she also has a green dress on when she goes into mm-hmm. the, library. the library. She's got look at all these outfits. And then here is my next question. Okay. How long was Belle with the Beast? Because it doesn't feel very long but there's also like in the song there must be something there that wasn't there before before. like they kind of like do a bunch of cut scenes so it could be a long time at least a couple of weeks like i would think i just feel like how like crazy with worry must maurice have been he was probably out there looking for like every night yeah well i mean and again it's not good that he was worried about her and everything but at least he knew where she was yeah. But, like, obviously, terrifying. Like, held captive terrifying. by this terrifying beast. Yeah. But at least she wasn't completely lost to him, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, at least he yeah. didn't have no idea where she was, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But still terrible. But, yeah. you know. And then we never called the beast Adam. And no. I, like, I had to Google it because I was like, I know he has a name. It's Adam. We never call him Adam. Maybe in the Why do we ones. never talk about the prince's names? Yeah, Charming. He's just Prince Charming. Yeah, he's just Prince Charming. Yeah. What is... Florian. Which is never said in the movie. Um, Eric, we actually hear Eric. Eric's name. He's Eric. a whole person. Yep. Naveen. Yeah, well, the newer ones, we get it. Yeah. There's like older yeah. ones, though. Yeah. So when... Then Belle gets to like, have the ball. Mm-hmm. They do their little dance and dances. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says she just wishes she could see her father because she misses him. And he shows her the mirror. And obviously, Maurice is like face down in a snowbank. It's a bad All time. Them, yeah, and yeah. so he's like, you have to go. And it's very clear in that moment. Like, he loves her and she loves him. Especially because he, he's like, you're not my prisoner. Like, go. Obviously, go to your father. Yeah. And, but the magic is very weirdly specific. Like, it will not break the curse until she says the words. So it was really specific there. But also, it was condemning children to be cups for potentially eternity. You're really hung up on kids, Jen. I'm re- I- <laughs> You're a mom. I just think the kids were not at fault here. I, oh, I agree. Like, even... But also, though, I think... I don't think all the... Because she says, into the cupboard with you with your brothers and sisters. I think they are just kind of like... Animated the things cups. that come animated. Yeah. You know, so he's not alone. Yeah. You know? I think like, it was just she Chip. She didn't have 20 kids. I think it was just Chip, but, yeah, but still, I still like kid. he was a child. But also, if Miss, if we are to believe that Mrs. Potts is his mom, hmm. what do you do when your mom turns into a teapot for ten years? Yeah, like if you're a seven-year-old, like yeah. it's either he becomes an orphan or, or he, he becomes frozen, a cup. He gets frozen in time with her as a cup. I want to know why is he chipped? Because That's his name what is Chip. I wanted. I mean, yes, his name is Chip, but like, why is he, is he chipped? I think that he was transformed chipped because his name is Chip. Or he had like a missing tooth when he got transformed. One of the two. Oh, he lost his first tooth and so he had a chip. <laughs> and then Aww. he became a cop. Poor little thing. He's fine. He comes back. It's fine. It, was, it all turns out fine, but it could have been really bad. Yep. Uh, keeping on the chip theme when yeah. he like shows up in her little bag. A little he's so cute. He's so freaking I think part of my problem with like 
being like chip shouldn't have been turned is that i see a lot of my son mm-hmm. in chip mm-hmm. and i'm Little just like bugger. he is he does not need to be turned into a teacup he's too cute and precious he's and so innocent cute and precious oh i do see it oh <laughs> he's so cute and mischievous he yes. for sure would stow away if he could oh 100 percent. 100 okay if he was transformed into an enchanted object what would it be not a teacup we all know that they're too fragile yeah and no. he's too rough and rowdy yeah i i'm trying to think of something that like moves a lot his little push thing like a little a little toy toy. like Mm -hmm. but if i'm thinking of like something that would be in a castle like i'm thinking of like Like all the options okay so like in beauty and the beast yeah okay i would think like maybe the piano but it's like very stationary but it it has a lot of like energy you know Mm -hmm. i feel like an instrument would be valid Mm -hmm. i was thinking and i don't really know why i was thinking but I'm thinking the coat rack because it's very free moving. Mm. You know, I can see or that. the footstool because he if loves you to climb were and stuff like that. In Beauty and the Beast, what do you think you would turn in if you were in the castle? What would your cursed object be? A blanket be? of sort, probably. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm always cold and I always have one. So it'd be like, ah, oh, there you go. I there. don't have one right now. Crazy. What do you think you would? My first thought was like a hairbrush. I don't know why. I thought the feather dusters just because they're fun, but like, <laughs> I have no reason to be a feather. Duster. I don't know. I don't. I mean, the only people who have like a lot of reason is like Mrs. Potts, obviously Cogsworth and Lumiere. Like their names really leaned hard Lean into, into their, their yeah. transformation there. Yeah. Gaston is literally the worst yet again. Yep. Yet again. Convincing him, convincing the asylum dude to lock up Maurice. Just paying him to. Paying and, him to. And yeah. then having LeFou be like, tell us about the beast. All of the townspeople yeah. are there. When the townspeople break into the castle, um, the wardrobe is like fighting a guy yep. and spits clothes on him, and he comes out in a red wig, purple top, and green skirt. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a little little, little mermaid nugget little in there. Mermaid nugget in there. There's an Aladdin nugget, potentially two Aladdin nuggets, depending on what you think about the book. It's to me, it sounds more like like the Knights of the Round Table or like oh. something like that. Or, like. and I don't know, I'm not super familiar with this, but it might be Prince and the Pauper. Yeah, could be. A prince in disguise. Yeah, yeah that was be. my other uh, thought, but we yeah. got really derailed with Aladdin, so. I, I do love that, how, like when you grow up, you wouldn't know, but when you grow up watching these <laughs> movies as a child, <laughs> you wouldn't know, you can't relate to this, but... <laughs> I did that for the shock factor more than anything. Um, no, but as when you watch these movies, and I'm sure you can, you can't necessarily relate, but you can imagine. You know, mm-hmm. as you watch when you watch these movies as a kid, obviously you know Gaston's a bad guy. You yeah. know they're on their way to hurt the beast. Like you know these things, mm-hmm. but when you watch them as an adult, or even as a college student and as an adult, the dark things seem so much darker. Yeah, to me. I think it's because you have, like, more world experience. Yeah, more lived experience. Yeah. And, like, Gaston, I always thought Gaston was a bad guy. He always kind of creeped me out a little bit. I never thought he was this bad, though. Yeah, it's even worse now as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I think also because they play the characters a little bit differently in the live action, and that is the one I've seen more. Yeah. I have seen this movie twice now. Mm -hmm. I don't despise live action Gaston like I I despise cartoon Gaston. Yeah. 
because they cut out a lot of the parts that made me despise like the wedding the whole wedding thing it's not in there no he like tries to he tries to propose or something right but like or is like he, he like goes marry to her like yeah and she's like no i'm not gonna do that and he does like leave maurice to die in the woods because yeah. he thinks he's crazy yeah but he doesn't like hire a dude to take him to an asylum which is yeah. kind like in some ways that's worse than a death sentence yeah in a lot of ways it just gets worse and like the townsfolk bothered me more on this watch through because it's yeah. been a minute than it has asked yeah you know just them and i don't know and maybe it's like i cannot stand like small-mindedness and like yeah all of that and like willful ignorance you know and stuff like that like i can't stand any of that. yeah and, and there's so- i also think there's a difference between like because obviously this movie takes place in the past mm-hmm. there is a difference between like we live in a tiny town and so we are illiterate because nobody ever taught like we don't have a school we had no opportunity to learn to read it we mm-hmm. just have to work hard every day to like make ends meet and this girl who can read is fucking weird and we're going to ostracize her. Nobody's going to be her friend. And we're going to talk about her in song form. Yeah. And you can't tell me that the whole town's illiterate because they have a freaking bookshop. Well, there and has like to be business for the there bookshop. are certain people that are always literate, like your uh, clergy. They're always literate because they read yeah. the like scriptures to people. So they are always literate. Sometimes they're the only literate people in the town. Yeah. But they are always literate. Yeah. Gaston is the worst. Yeah. Thrawn to kill the beast. Kill the beast. So then there's like the whole fight scene. And all of the men have super luscious hair. And I am so jealous of it. <laughs> they do. Like Gaston's hair comes out. And I'm just and like, oh. Like flowing locks. Okay. So when Gaston is like, it's like right after this scene mm-hmm. on the TV, Gaston mm-hmm. comes in. And the beast is just like, uh. And he shoots in with his uh, arrow. And... Beast doesn't start fighting back until he sees Belle. But my note is, Gaston was taking cheap shots on someone who wasn't fighting back. This is what we call fucking around and finding out. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a trophy hunter. And he wanted him to be a trophy, so he couldn't. He, in his head, if you're hunting for trophy, you're not going to take the super effective shots because you don't want to screw up your trophy. It's a very self-centered thing. Like, if you're hunting purely to kill something and to hang it on your wall... Well, and I think most, at least nowadays, most of the people who are hunters, like, eat the meat. Yes. He had no intention of eating no. the and beast. that's what I mean. It's yeah. the people that go to Africa just to kill just a to lion kill a to lion. say they've done it. Yeah, and even the lions, like, when a human is around, it's like, that's not a threat to me. So they're just yeah. laying there. Well, it's just like. Alone. Yeah. That's like, what I have a problem with. Yeah. And that's definitely what he's doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney Life is a Falling Death, and I think it's, ooh. I think my theory is that because it's less graphic, like you're like, oh, that person died, but like you don't see the gore. Yeah. But they do did show like him stabbing him and the blood coming out. So like, yeah. Okay, Disney. Anyway, okay. So he's laying on the ground. He's apparently dying. He's dying. Belle professes her love. Yes. Which I think is precious. She watches him transform. Yeah. And is still like, who the fuck is this? I know. I have always, <laughs> even as a small child, I'm like, girl, you've just watched his transformation like why are you like, you knew this was you? an enchanted castle yes you said it earlier yes and they hint at the fact that she would recognize him by his eyes because of the painting yeah and it takes him her like looking into his eyes to be like oh right, right. and i'm like but you wa-, like it's not like you literally watched it happen it's not like just some man sauntered up and yeah you're like, Who also the he's in the same clothes 
Like he he straight up, you watched the whole you thing. You watched it happen. Come on. Oh my gosh. I mean, may I get maybe she's in a little bit of shock, but like, come on. Your conscious brain. You have been around teapots and candlesticks singing songs. I think we can understand what happened here. With this, yeah. And then they, you know, have a happy little ball at the end in their little outfits again. One of the things I do love about the live action that we're missing in the animation is um, the backstory of that the staff of the castle had family in the village. You know, like Mrs. Potts' husband. Yes. I love that. Yes, I, I love yes. connecting the village to the castle a little more. Yeah. And again, that is the w- live actions that are done well, and not all of them are done well. Perfect. But the ones that are done well really expand on the universe. They don't change yeah. anything. They just teach you just more about the character. Yeah. And that is one of the reasons that I, the, the ones that are good, I love. All right, guys, okay. please, though, give us a review. We will send you a sticker once we have a sticker design figured out um it, there's a poll not really a poll but a post there's a post on, on instagram. instagram yeah so go vote on your favorite um leave us a review and we'll send you something, something. As a thank you um but in the meantime thanks and we'll see you next time <laughs> bye. bye thanks for listening to pixie dust with a twist remember the adventure doesn't have to end here Leave us a review wherever you listen and continue exploring the enchantment by trying out our suggested recipes and creating your own movie-inspired concoctions. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Pixie Twist Pod. Until next time, cheers! cheers. And, and may, may all your dreams, dreams come true! true.